Jackson Cloud, I'm Jamin. I'm Casey. And I'm Olivia. And we're continuing our conversation on aliens. Aliens. Yeah, now this actually might be helpful in this case to check out our previous episode uh, where we just first started talking in more of a scientific direction about aliens. Could there be life out there? Would God create life? Why not? You know, and we could have gone deeper into that. And you can go deeper in this whole thing. I've got a free PDF or audiobook called Alien Theology. If you'd like to read into it, join our Discord, ask for the code or PDF, and we'll get that to you. But um, today we're going to talk about more the spiritual side of aliens. So in case you don't sound insane enough, wondering if there's aliens out there, as soon as you say the spiritual side of aliens, all your family members disregard you as a person. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That hasn't happened. No from experience, huh? Actually, this book, when I wrote it, I... I dedicated it to Jody, not because she cares about aliens. I just couldn't think of another person in my life who wouldn't like be like, "Why would you do that?" <laughs> so I was like, "I dedicated this book to my wife because she's the only one who won't kill me for it." <laughs> and now the word is out there. So when I say the spiritual side of aliens, what I mean is like UFO cults. When you look at all these different kinds of alien type cults out there and you start investigating them you realize like there are some very known themes that we Christians have been tracking for a long time because Christians are used to like spiritual disciplines of sorts right we for example the Holy Spirit we did a whole series about different kinds of spiritual gifts how to try to listen to the Holy Spirit and things like that. So we're used to like different tactics to engage a spirit, in our case, the spirit. And when you look at alien occults, like alien cults, you realize the tactics in which they have spoken to their aliens are the same things. Like it's, it's not like, oh, we met an alien, they came into the room, they were physically there, they brought us into our spaceship and we took off. No, it's like, a leader has had a spiritual experience of sorts with a supposed alien who has then talked to them about aliens and then passed along their message. So I'll, I'll quote Walter Martin here who has a book called The Kingdom of the Occult. Uh, in that he kind of investigates a lot of different UFO religions. He says, from a Christian standpoint, those who communicate with UFOs and extraterrestrial beings have always delivered messages contrary to the Bible. This can be attributed in a large part to the occult methods that they employ when they receive their messages. Christians may not have ready answers to every question about UFO sightings, but in the face of extraterrestrial doctrine, no question remains as to the source of these messages. Spiritual beings opposed to God's truth and thus demonic in nature. And you, you do see a lot of like demonic spiritual overtones and the kinds of cultic messages that go on in these UFO religions. So like, I'll go through a few of them, which if I can even pronounce half of these. Swedenborgianism, <laughs> they use the occult means of like astral projection to gain insight from supposed spirit beings on other planets. Uh, theosophy, they used occult spirit channeling where aliens possessed them in order to use their voice to communicate and their hands to write with. Does that sound like aliens to you? <laughs> I'm pretty sure that we've 
talked about this in the context of demons before. Exactly. So there's nothing new here that, that Christianity has not always been aware of. The Urantia Foundation, which surprisingly, I had some friends go to Hawaii, and they came back like, Jamin, Jamin, we, our taxi driver, our Uber guy or something, at the end of it, like, he's a cool guy, but at the end of it, he, like, handed us his card and, and invited us to something called the Urantia Foundation. I was like, I've heard of that, because I wrote about that in, in my book. Urantia Foundation, they use trance channeling, which aliens dictated a message to a psychiatric doctor through a patient of his. Which again, does that sound alien or spiritual? Spiritual. spiritual. Like you, you just you open someone up to something spiritual and then you wrote down what they said. We, John Wesley, <laughs> in his journals, was casting out a demon once and wrote down what they said. Did John Wesley then like, this is the true religion? <laughs> or this was an alien? No, like he saw it in the lens that Christians have always understood this to be. He was casting out a demon. Uh, the Figu Society and the International Raelian Movement, they both used telepathy to communicate with aliens. The Unarius Academy of Science received telepathic and psychic communications from aliens and teach on things like reincarnation and clairvoyance. The Aetherius Society believed that uh, UFOs would bring the Earth into the New Age and they used occult channeling and taught clairvoyance and even taught that Jesus moved to Venus after his resurrection. Like, <laughs> in fact, what's interesting about aliens- Wait, but I thought men were from Mars. Mm, well, in this case, apparently not. The, the other like thing about aliens and, and these occults is like, they're pretty cool with most religions, pretty cool with most like spiritual teachers throughout history, but they often hate Jesus. Why? <laughs> why would an alien be cool with everybody else but not Jesus? And why, out of all the stories that I just shared, are none of those as actual aliens showing up and be like, I'm here. <laughs> that why, why are aliens only able to show up in metaphysical form? I would suggest the very obvious reason is that they are not physical beings. We are dealing with something that we've always been dealing with. And from a biblical standpoint, obviously this is a Christian show and we're talking from a Christian perspective, but like from a biblical standpoint, we know that Satan and demons are here to deceive and lead us astray and to pretend to be angels of light. That's the whole new age movement is, here's a different kind of wisdom that you can follow from a spiritual being. That's exactly what the Garden of Eden is. You can follow God and his wisdom, or here's a spiritual being named Satan who shows up and is like, or you can follow mine instead. That's the same trajectory that these UFO cults go into, is like, you can follow whatever spiritual teacher you want, except for Jesus, and then you can follow us, us aliens from other planets who can only show up via spiritual tactics. Like, it's just, it's very clear, like, we're dealing with demonic type, type Well, I'm like... <sighs> Trying to think about that and like in the mindset that they have, what are they up in the ship to like communicating with you telepathically from the ship? Then why couldn't the ship just come down? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. or are they from their planet communicating with you specifically telepathically across the universe? Like that still doesn't make any sense either. No, it, it doesn't. You know, and and when you look at all these techniques, like we've always known about these techniques, it's just it's spiritual disciplines gone wrong, right? It is in many ways witchcraft, essentially. Just as 
In the Bible, you have the witch of Endor try to call up a spirit to talk with it so that that uh, 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 King Saul can talk with Samuel. That's essentially what's going on here. Someone is calling up a spirit to talk with it, and everybody is then taking for granted that they are speaking to an alien because demons know what kind of themes we'll buy into. You know, like to an ancient society, they didn't need to cast the alien picture. But for us, we're a scientific-minded society. So if you're gonna like demonically seduce, <laughs> you're a spiritual being who needs to seduce a scientific community, what direction are you gonna go? Try to blend some science in. Now, any any scientific-minded person, when they're if they were to stand back and look at this, you'd be like, oh crap. <laughs> None of this was scientific, was it? <laughs> you know, like, oh, yeah, you know, like this was all just very supernaturally minded. Um, but even scientists like have caught on to this. It's kind of interesting. 1992 at an MIT conference, uh, an MIT conference on alien abduction, mind you. <laughs> there was uh, two guys who who gave a a session comparing alien abduction accounts to satanic ritual abuse survivor accounts. And there's so many overlapping themes between the two. I wonder why, right? It's because we're, again, we're dealing with Simril... 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 Simrilian? Sim... No! <laughs> Not the Silmarillion. <laughs> That's what it sounds like you're starting to say. for life! Similar, okay. as most people would have deduced I meant to say. <laughs> you nerd. Is it Lord of the Rings right here. <laughs> well, listen, that's what it sounded like you were saying, because you said it wrong. <laughs> when they were looking at the symbol... Gosh, I can't even Simil say We've ruined this word! How do you say the word similarillion? <laughs> there are... Like similarities. Yes, similarities. We can say that one. That one works. There are similarities between ritual abuse, satanic abuse, ritual, <laughs> and the other thing I said alien, alien abduction. Abductions. Thank you. Okay. Amnesia, bonding, memory loss, drugging, the feeling of being trapped, paranormal experiences, ESP, body astral travel, terror, fear, anxiety, paranoia. Wait, is the body anxiety, what travel? Astral travel. Okay. So like the movie Soul. <laughs> okay. Terror, fear, anxiety, paranoia. It's it's when your soul leaves body and right. it goes where. So Deep painless wounds, headaches, sleep difficulties, visual disturbances, sexual disturbances, nightmares, depression, humiliation, obsessive thoughts, PTSD, fear of hypnosis, suicidal feelings, and pain. Like, these are all in both experiences, and it's no shock as to why, it's because we're dealing with the same kind of experience. Uh, there's also a lot of horrible things done, and alien abduction versus uh, satanic ritual abuse. There's rape, there's impregnation. Uh, um, they're forced in both scenarios to watch films of destruction. Like, it's the same tactics. It's the same exact kind of stuff. Uh, the average age of the first alien abduction is five to six years old. Satanic ritual abuse survivors initiated at about six. Uh, so you even have like the same kinds of 
ages, same kind of histories of incest, physical abuse, ritual abuse survivors. Like, there's this whole sick thing at work here, right? And like, if, if we were to believe that aliens are real, we don't necessarily have to believe that they're evil because that doesn't have to necessarily be the case. But when we, we look at all these stories, we see them for what they're worth. These are evil stories of people being deceived and horrible things being done to them in the name of supposed aliens when in fact we're dealing with something else entirely. So, I mean, it definitely diminishes their uh, narrative. Hmm. Just for the fact that it, it, they lose some credibility for the fact that if it's all metaphysical, then, you know, the reason for why it's happening could be different than what they're saying. And so, yeah, it, it reduces any, you know, those that have first-hand experience. It, it, it makes them less credible. Well... Maybe not even their own eyes, though. You know, like, they've been officially deceived and abused by either evil people or evil spirits. Like, many of the people following this stuff have no idea. It's the same true with New Age. Satan masquerades as an angel of light. They Nobody wants to follow something evil. Very few people, very few people would love to give their lives over to something evil. People want to make a difference in this world. They want to make an impact. I have a friend who used to be a Christian and now has completely given over their life to uh, ghost chasing. Like their job is basically be a medium. Like meet with you and try to meet with your ancestors and try to find healing between all that. Like they're not doing that. They're practicing essentially what the Bible would consider to be Witchcraft. Witchcraft. Yeah, they're essentially, they're meeting with false spirits who want to make you think that they're here for good purposes. My friend thinks that they're helping people like get over tough spots in their lives, but they're actually creating space for spirits that are not the Holy Spirit to enter into bad conversations and make them worse and deceive them. But my friend doesn't know that. They think they're doing a good thing, right? And that's why we have to be all the more like vigilant when we see people trapped in this stuff to be like, you don't understand. Like there's only one spirit that will tell you the truth, that won't try to deceive you, and that actually cares about you. The rest of these things are out for your destruction and the destruction of whoever else you're trying to mediate between. Um, and so all the more reason why we need to understand spiritual gifts, how they work, and plug into the Holy Spirit to expose that kind of stuff. Well, I know this is kind of a strange episode. There's nothing, there's only one thing stranger than like talking about the possibility of aliens is talking about a spiritual <laughs> overlapping theme of aliens. So this is a things. Stranger Things. Ah, yep. Stranger Things. There you go. Which no, we'll do a whole series things. on next. Oh yeah, Weird Stuff. That's the series. It's the Weird Stuff series. And in this case, like, I think this one's important. Uh, I just had a pastor friend read through this book, and he said it was the second half where I write about this kind of stuff, where he's like, everyone should read this. I was like, 
Oh, <laughs> that's the part where people, were, I thought people were like, you're insane. But like for him, that was helpful to kind of like delineate because I think when you see something supernatural, most of us are like, ooh, I'm curious. I want to learn more. And if we're not careful, we'll give ourselves over to deception before we even catch on to it. And we have to remember our world right now is very scientific minded. And if Satan would want to make like a big push into our culture, it would be through a scientific looking like looking deception of sorts. Um, as many people weren't interested in spiritual stuff, though that is growing very quickly in our particular generation. So anyways, it's, it's important to be educated on this stuff, pay attention to this stuff. And this is very different. So in our last episode, we said, could there be aliens? Maybe. Why would God not make aliens? This episode sounded very negative towards aliens, though. But it's because as far as earthly alien type stuff goes, as far as I have seen, we're dealing with demonic stuff right there. Even when we look at UFO type stuff, UFO just means on unidentified flying object. And there are definitely more countries than our country building all kinds of technologies outside of our technology. Who knows? Maybe well, what we're looking at is just a top secret. Well, and even in our own country, you yeah. know. Who knows what we build that we don't even know exists, right? right? So so we, we can't even like prove like a UFO would necessarily be a part of, of uh, something earthly nonetheless. Uh, but with that being said, Hope these two episodes have helped you. If you would like to read the book or get a copy of the audiobook, we have free codes, free PDFs. Join our Discord. And we'll give it to you there. In the meantime, be sure to like and uh, comment down below. Also, subscribe if you haven't yet. And similarly, you can. Really? You tried it again and just went for it, huh? <laughs>